it's Marina, Travel Experta. And today we're going to be talking about housing in Guatemala. Ready to make every day an adventure? Let's begin. So this episode, I'm going to be talking about if you are planning on moving to Guada either temporarily, long-term, whatever, you still need to find a place to live. Other than looking for something, an Airbnb, we're going to be talking about actually moving here and finding a place to live. Interestingly enough, there are definitely real estate agents here and realtors, right? Everybody starts off with them, but everybody is pretty much in the same boat when it comes to it. A lot of times, I don't even know the reason behind this, but usually the real estate agents, they're just not that active or they don't really help you. You have to be on top of them. Yes, the majority of the places that we have found was through a real estate agent for rentals. We have never bought in Guatemala. I don't really have it. I'm not, we're not like the house purchasing people. There are definitely people that do that and they will pretty much take the same routes as we would, but I'm going to be focusing strictly on how to rent in Guatemala. It doesn't matter where you are in Tigua, Guatemala City, Lake Atitlan. It's pretty much the same idea behind it all, right? So let's say you're going through the real estate agent. What I have found from personal experience is you really need to be on top of them. There are definitely some good ones, but I'm also finding that a lot of people are not posting their properties as much anymore with the agents as they are on Facebook. I'm going to go back to Facebook quite a lot. I know that a lot of people are like, oh, they, you know, it's a love-hate relationship with Facebook, but I have found that Facebook has just been a real element and instrument to a lot of stuff that really has been helping me in finding pretty much anything I need in Guatemala. And now that we're moving to Spain, I am finding that it's also really helping me a lot for our move to Spain. So <clears throat> if you're going to be going through a realtor, it's pretty much similar to the way it works in many other countries, but you do need to give usually one month deposit, one month um, like rental, and then obviously another month just to hold, right? So basically you'll be putting up almost three months. And normally the owner gives the realtor their share. I know with COVID, a lot of times, I know that some, for some places it's changed and sometimes you have to pay the realtor upfront. It will depend on your way of working with them. Now, if you go through the route of looking on Facebook, there are many amazing groups in Facebook. There's real estate in Antigua, just, um, you have to look look to see exactly what you want because you could be looking in Guatemala City or Lake Atitlan or whatever. And if you go directly through the owner, you'll pretty much need to do the same, right? Give a deposit one month up front and then another month um, in advance type of a deal, right? So it's pretty easy. Then normally you would be signing a contract. It will depend if it's a one-year contract or a two-year contract. And I have always paid the lawyer fee for when we were signing the contracts as well. So just expect that. Normally, the lawyer fee is anywhere between $100 to maybe $150 that you would be paying. And when you are renewing, it depends on your situation. But I have found that sometimes just having that word with the owner, especially if you are good with paying, 
you don't need to go and pay another lawyer fee or with some places you would, right? That will be on your situation. You could also find homes that are fully furnished. Obviously, you will have to pay a little bit more. I have had homes where we completely furnished the place ourselves um, and fully furnished. So it will really depend on where you're living. Majority of our places that we have lived in are in gated communities. So the maintenance fee and the condo fee is usually included in the rental. I have seen a few that you have to pay that separately. You could negotiate that. I prefer not to do that many different payments. We have also lived in several different places where electricity and internet and water is included. Sometimes though, we have also had to pay that completely separately. You could do a lot of that online. We have even found ways that you could just pay with a credit card, which is awesome. You do need to figure out if your water is included. So the certain there's water and and also garbage. They're pretty standard. And what we have discovered is if you do have to take on that fee, it's usually like five or six dollars a month. You could pay for the entire year. Just make sure that you hold on to your receipt. Um, so if they forget, you just have that to prove, hey, I paid up front. Um, you could do the same with, ele well, electricity obviously changes month to month, but with internet, you could also do upfront, you know, up to a certain amount, depending on what your electricity company is. Okay. So make sure that you look into all of that. Um, it's pretty simple to find this all out once you start to do the process. And if you do have to pay for your utilities and expenses outside, again, you could do it all up front. And it's really simple. You just kind of get it done. You don't have to worry and go there because a lot of times you have to go to the actual places if you do not have a bank account. Um, and I've been, we, at one point we were paying for our internet via, you know, going to the place and I didn't want to go to the place all the time. So we just paid up front like six months to a year and you, I did it all with a credit card. It was amazing. I even got miles for it. Um, so again, you will need to find out every situation is different, but it is really quite simple once you find the place that you live in and you could even negotiate it depending on the place that you live in, right? If you get, you know, if they'll cover your electricity, if they'll cover your internet, there's all these different ways. It's all about negotiating, right? And if you want to pay, if you're offering your landlord a little bit more upfront, let's say three to six months, they'll be even more keen to negotiate those great deals with you. But the main expenses other than the actual place that you're renting would be if you're renting in a residential, which is the gated communities would be, you know, like the condo fees and the maintenance. I would always work on negotiating that to be part of your rent. You really don't want to have that extra thing on your head that number one the other one is electricity and internet again you can work out with some but i have found the majority of them you do have to pay separately but again you never know what you're going to get we did have one place that it was included water 
I've never had water included and that's usually like five or six dollars per month and you could just go you could actually work out with your landlord that you give them that money and they take care of it because they have access to that the garbage never have what we is hasn't been included you just work that out with the garbage people and again it's like five or six dollars a month and we've normally paid six months to a year in advance and never had to worry again and just give them a, just make sure that you hold on to the receipt take a picture of it i don't care just enough that you have proof because they have so many houses and they forget who paid up front or not so that is your responsibility other than that those are pretty much the main uh fences that you would have to cover and basically it's quite simple to find places to live i would really focus on realtor facebook and word of mouth and if you guys want any more help with finding where and how to find places to live definitely give me a shout out go to my site travelexperta.com travel expert with an a.com and remember to make every day an adventure